For everything Buccaneers, it, 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 it's Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. Now, now, here's your hosts, Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mysell. Bucks fans, we are so close to the regular season. Welcome in to Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. I'm Kaylee Mysell. And I am joined by the always informative and just, she gets it done, man. Casey Hudson. Casey, you want to say hello? Hello, hello, everybody. Hope everyone is having a wonderful week. And yeah, welcome back to Jolly Rogers with me and and my amazing, amazing co-host, Kaylee Mizell. We've had so much fun chatting and just getting into Buck's topics. It's never dull. Uh, There's always so much to talk about and something that's just a revolving topic on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns, besides the best segment, not only in Tampa Bay, but in the nation, besides walk the plank, guys, besides that fun, the best, the next best top news consistently on any segment is Tom Brady. Tom <laughs> Brady, whether it's his underwear line and the hacks right? that he posts on Twitter, uh, which are <laughs> interesting to oh say boy. the least. Or uh, where he's at, what he's doing, what he's up to, and when is he going to be back? Well, we have those answers. He was back Monday, and with him coming back, Casey, we saw this Bucks team just begin to elevate. Mm -hmm. They're blocking better all of a sudden. They're catching passes all of a sudden. And I'm not saying... And excitement. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that they weren't and that it was like, oh, they just sucked without Tom Brady. <laughs> but there is a different level of swagger mm-hmm. when Tom Brady is in the building. And I think that the confidence that he gives them should give all of the coaching staff, all of the fans, just so much confidence in this team. Tom Brady knows how to win. He is a winner. He's the GOAT. And... All of that for a reason. So when he's there, it just elevates everything. He was missing for 11 days of training camp uh, doing TBD. I'm sure it'll come (laughs) out at some point, whether it's a TV show or somebody said, said, oh, he was spotted in the Bahamas. Like there's so mass singer. Yeah. Like he's, he's singing now. All I know (laughs) is that. When he's back here, when he is in Tampa, when he is at the Bucks practice facility, everyone is elevated. Everyone, their games level up. And he's that kind of player. He's the kind of player that makes you want to level up, that makes Absolutely. you want to do better. He drives that in himself and he drives that in other people. And Casey, he's missing for 11 days of training camp. Guess what? He doesn't miss a beat. He's out there uh-huh. like throwing lasers. He's hitting oh, yeah. his marks. He's doing, I mean, it, it, it's perfect, right? Like it's wild. Like coach, Bulls, how, the only thing how? that coach said was like maybe reacclimation to the heat reacclimation, especially depending on where he potentially was. He's fine with the heat. So it's almost like you were searching for something to say about, you know, not that coach Bowles would ever need to search for something to say, but it's like, if we had to give him one thing, it's, he needed, he needs to get back in conditions, conditioning. And it's like, come on guys. It, it, it's Tom Brady and him pretty missing, sure at 45 years old, he's in better shape than all of us. So it's uh, absolutely, he, he probably can run circles around me and I think I'm athletic. So that says a lot in my brain at least, but I think you put it perfectly. 
there's a swagger that he brings to the team. There's a swagger that he instills in the people around him. And, you know, for everyone that thought that there might be any kind of negative connotation to his absence for 11 days, look, as soon as he wrapped up practice and got back into the AC, got his TB12 electrolytes in his body, he was on social media posting smiling faces of him and his teammates. And, you know, the gang's all here. The friends are back at it again. Like, they have all these cool pictures of all the QB guys walking together, all cool, looking like the breakfast club. It was just this whole thing. So Monday set the tone for for a heck of a week. More importantly, like you said, he didn't look like he missed a beat. Everybody said that it's Tom Brady. You expect him to be – if anybody can do it, he can do it. Tight end Cameron Brait said – those exact words. If anybody can do it, he can do it. And I'm sure he was throwing when I, wherever he was. Um, people have joked around about him throwing with Giselle. Look, she's tall. She looks athletic. I'm sure he was pretending that that was Mike Evans and making the connections work. So finally, everyone can take a big inhale and a big exhale to where is Waldo? Um, is he on the mass Singer? Is he in the Bahamas? Is he doing God knows what? He is back in a Buccaneers uniform at practice with his teammates. More importantly, he was back Monday, Tuesday. Don't freak out, guys. He had a veterans off day on Wednesday, and he was back in practice, going to work, putting in work this morning, and everything is fine. All is well in Tampa Bay. And, and Casey, he is starting on Saturday so we are going to see him in game live game action and on top of that there's a good likelihood they're they're not gonna make him but there's a good (laughs) good chance that we might hear from him after the game Mm -hmm. as well so I I think you know we we haven't heard from Tom Brady in quite some time Absolutely. But there is a chance that we're going to we're both seeing him in live game action on Saturday and we're going to hear, I think, from him uh, also on Saturday night. Yeah, if not. Then we will definitely hear from him Thursday next be- week before uh, before next week. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sometime in that timeline. And you know what? Yep. It would. What I would love, what I would absolutely love is that when he does address the media, just sit down with an opening statement, Brady. Don't sit there and wait because he doesn't like, there's a lot of questions he doesn't like. And unfortunately, all of us know what those questions will be and they will still be asked. But if he would just sit down with an opening statement that says, hey, I was gone for 11 days. My team knew what was up. Nobody's feeling whatever, whatever. I will not disclose where I was or what I was doing. It was a personal matter. Let's move on. Then I think that eliminates the questions. There's a few testy people that might still think that they're going to be the few. one to get an answer out of him. <laughs> There's going to be people crazy. who still ask. But oh my goodness, it just drives yeah. me so crazy. Because at that point, like, let's just talk football. Let's get back to the game. Let's talk about the things that we know he's going to answer. Because everybody knows Brady's demeanor when he sits down at that desk. It's just, it's all business. It's nothing else. You might get a few answers about his kids out of him. And at that point, you know, that's really it. So I just, I'm manifesting that he sits down with an opening statement, sharing as much as he knows that he will share until the day he dies. And then we leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think at the end of the day, the biggest question mark, it was going to be, how does he look? And I'm here to tell you guys, he looks great. He looks like Tom Brady. He looks like he's going to go out and win another Super Bowl. That's how he looks. So you don't need to worry about Tom Brady. You don't need to worry about all the flies buzzing around, whispering, you know, where he could have been. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Tom Brady looks fire. He looks like Tom Brady. 
And again, he also elevates everyone else and he makes everybody else better. And so that is what a true leader does. The captain is really happy to see him back. Yeah. He's uh he's our, you know, Captain Brady. I don't know. They yeah. Have a great ring to it. Captain Tom. I know. We first need to give mate, him a pirate name, fam. His we first mate, Gronk. I, we might, I might touch on his first mate, Gronk, a little bit later. We'll oh, see about that one. I would um, actually love that. But you said it. <laughs> he looks great. He looks healthy. He hasn't missed a beat. More importantly, Todd Bowles straight up said, healthy starters will start on Saturday. So that also answers any questions about that. You know, if healthy guys are playing, then Tom Brady fits that category. But not every player on the Bucks roster is so fortunate to be listed as a healthy player right now. Um, nope. You all know that between practice, joint practices especially, and preseason game one, preseason game two, there's been some unfortunate injuries even before the preseason games came about. So there has not been an update on Ryan Jensen. I know we're all eager to hear what's going on. Uh, the one positive that I can allude to is the fact that he is walking around with what looks to be an MCL brace all the way up and down his leg. He is putting full pressure on the leg, following through on his walks, standing, watching. So he's still doing that stuff. I think we talked about that a little bit a couple episodes ago. So, yeah, Jensen's still around, fully engaged in the team, walking around with the brace on. So that's a really positive outlook because anyone who would have had a full tear or maybe been out for a couple more months or a lengthy time or season injury, like some people were speculating, um, he would have more so been in a scooter or a golf cart. And this guy is walking around just fine. Um Aside from him, Tristan Wirfs had an injury in joint practice versus the Tennessee Titans did not play in the Tennessee Titans game. It is a core injury that they say maybe three to four weeks, but coach Bowles mentioned in one of his pressers this week that he expects Tristan Wirfs to be back for game one or not exactly that he expects him to be back. He doesn't, he wouldn't be surprised if he's back for week one versus Dallas. Um, so it seems like he's listed day to day and seems like he is on track to potentially play versus Dallas and knowing Tristan Wirfs and his work ethic and just the way that this team relies on one another, the, the, not only the like the brotherhood that goes into it, but just their passion for the sport. I couldn't imagine Tristan not playing week one unless it's really that bad. And it's not. He's been at practice, you know, goofing around with the guys, talking, chatting it up with the O-line when they're done with reps. He's in great spirits. Um, one of my favorites, uh, rookie Zion McCollum. He, unfortunately, again, somebody else that got a little banged up, hamstring injury versus the Tennessee Titans in joint practice, did not play in that game, and he has not dressed out all week, but he has been at every single practice supporting his teammates and still soaking up whatever he can uh, mental rep-wise. So aside from them, the good news is that Grant Stewart returned Wednesday. I'm trying to remember what days what day it is, guys. It's like Saturday in my brain, maybe even Tuesday. Who knows? Grant Stewart returned on Wednesday. Um, a good sign of that was seeing him run full throttle to the huddle. He was his enthusiastic hype, you know, all out motor on kind of guy. Um, we do know that Grant Stewart is usually referred to as a special teams guy, but he is a part of that linebacker room. And Rashad Perriman finally is putting on the pads and, and playing and uh, we'll circle back to this in a little bit, Kaylee, but it's going to be really crucial for Brashad Perriman to not only he can't ease his way into anything right now. He needs to come in hot and ready to perform and ready to turn heads because missing as much training camp as he did, missing the games that he has missed due to his injury, you know, in a loaded wide receiver room, there's no margin for for error and missed practices. And unfortunately, he's going to be on the bottom of the barrel with that one. Yeah, and, and I'm going to get into, like you said, a little bit more later on 
that position specifically, there are a lot of players and not that many spots. Um, the the Bucks also looking at like some of their waves or settlements. So they waive Grayson, Cypro Grayson, and Jonathan Hubbard. They reached an injury settlement with him, and then w- making room for Jannard Avery outside linebacker I was interested because we've talked about this position before quite a bit Casey we mm-hmm. said that this is a position that the Bucks needed needed to get stronger at and because they have so many guys in the wide receiver position when they wave Grayson they say okay well let's make room for you know it's completely different position outside linebacker right and get Avery up in here because we th- that's a position that we need mm-hmm. Avery had he has seven and a half sacks in his four seasons playing. He started 12 games for the Eagles last year and had 43 tackles. So this is a guy that can produce and, and I think can come in and actually do something for this Bucks team. It will be really interesting to see. Do you like that move? Um, Yes and no. Okay. I feel like it's a good little fire lit in that room. Not that they particularly needed it. This isn't a lax group of guys. These guys are all very hungry to make plays and to be ready to line up and go every single rep that they're handed. So I like the competition aspect of it, but coming in, following up the Carl, the Carl Nassib signing is kind of like a, eh, for me, that's kind yeah, of where, the- that's kind of where I'm at with that one. No, I was wondering that too, because that you back to back weeks, you signed two linebackers and it's, yeah. it's very interesting because it's like, Oh, do you not now? Here's what it put in my mind. Do you not have confidence? And right. Carl, like, do you not, you signed him. Like mm-hmm. you went out and did this thing and raved about him and raved. And he used to be on the bucks and like knows the, everything right yeah. and, and and we saw a few reps uh against the titans and i think mm-hmm. he did well for being, being there for like, 48 uh, hours yeah like he <laughs> yeah. was he wasn't there that long i think he did really well but then the bucks go out and they sign avery and it's like oh do you not have the confidence or are you just trying to like generate competition is there an injury that we don't know about or that mm-hmm. that you're have a question mark in the back of your mind yeah. So it'll be really interesting. I mean, 80 to 53 is quite a big jump. Again, we're going to get a little bit more into who yeah. it's the last chance for later. But that move was a little bit interesting to me. Coming off surprising of the, for me. Yeah. Coming off of the Carl Nassib signing. Yeah. And I think you mentioned something, you know, earlier in terms of like his, his stats and stuff. Do I think he's a quality rotation player? Absolutely. And, um, you know, maybe big inhale, big exhale. It's not that big of a deal. It's maybe not even a competition thing because John Spytek spoke in a press conference on Wednesday and he just kept mentioning depth. He just kept mentioning the significance the importance and the crucialness of having depth, depth, depth at every single position and said that they have full confidence in every position group and the amount of depth that they have there and the players on that depth chart. So Maybe he's coming in as a depth guy, you know, maybe he can contribute on special teams and that's always, you know, honestly, special teams isn't getting enough of a conversation of how far that they kind of need to grow. Um, yeah, they were by walk the plank there. last week. They, exactly. They have and a lot of fun on with that because they're not very consistent. Maybe last season they had about three games where it was like, oh, kudos to special teams. But out of that, it's just like, they got to do better. So I feel like this guy might be a good rotation in. Um, he may even be able to contribute on special teams. And unfortunately, 
uh, which is something else we'll get to shortly is this might end up pushing not even though he's listed as an outside linebacker, maybe he has some versatility to him. Maybe he can step inside, but he may end up putting some applying some pressure to the Grant Stewart situation. Maybe big question maybe. mark. So yeah. if anything, um, there's a lot of depth moves going on here. And I think they're also looking at, at forming a quality practice squad. So some of these recent signings could really just be more of a um, precautionary measure and having a great practice squad. Now you have this new rule for how you can elevate certain players and stuff. So that might just be a precautionary tale and that's where it stands. Yep. And I, I, I think moving off of that, you know, speaking of practice, the, they, mm. they, they, like we said, there was a little bit of swag. There's a little bit of juice in the practice this week. A lot of smiles. A lot of smiles. A lot of smiles. Around. Not so much sweat. <laughs> yeah. But why not so much sweat? Because they got two indoor practices this week. So Moved yeah. inside. AC, Which is always nice flow. because it is warm. Oh, this past weekend was brutal. I don't know yeah. what the heat index was, but it could not be anything less than 101. I was, yeah. I, was I think it's over 100 almost every single day. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that they're they're getting ready, they're preparing. I mean, some of their first games are going to be in stadiums or, you know, like in And they play covered. inside this weekend. Yeah, exactly. So it, it makes sense to practice inside, especially considering – where their environment is going to be in game situations the next few weeks. I think that's yeah. a good move, a good call uh, by the coaching staff. For a lot of players, uh, Scotty it's was saying so like different. It, yeah. It divvies up right down the middle. Some players love turf. Other players hate turf. Some people think turf is extremely injury prone. So everybody better light their candles and um, spray their holy water and send prayers with the Buccaneers playing the Colts in Indianapolis, because I don't want to hear any bad news or nothing crazy this weekend because of the turf. But yes. Yeah. You, you, the biggest thing is you don't want there to be any more injuries. And so mm -hmm. practicing ahead of time is again, it's the smart move, especially with the injuries that have already been sustained so far this preseason. You just want to protect your players mm -hmm. and getting into this game three preseason. Like you said earlier in the podcast, yeah. Casey, we're going to see the starters. We're going to see Tom Brady. We're going to see, and probably not for the whole game. So everybody take yeah, a breath. Maybe a quarter. But we're going to see them for a, for a, a yeah, maybe a quarter. We're going to see at least a few reps from these guys. And mm -hmm. I, for one, am very, very excited about what they can show us uh, because there's going to be some guys that it's do or die time for Casey, aside oh from the starters, you know, I'm excited to see the little sparks from the mm -hmm. starters. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll pose this question to you really quick. Who are you most excited to see out there as a starter and, and kind of go out there and take some reps live oh game gosh. action? That's, that's a great question because you know, in, in, in recent days, <laughs> while Tom Brady was the top news on Monday to some, if not most people, it was, it was, it was the return of Mike Evans. It was the return fully of, you know, Brashad Perriman. It was the return. There were so many other things and elements to this practice that just made it so electrifying. Um, Mike Evans is just a fan favorite. You always want to know for, for certain you want to have certitude in the fact that he is healthy and that, you know, he's going to have another thousand yard season time to go for nine. But in terms of starters, I want to, we saw a glimmer of it, but I need more than, than, you know, 
three, no, five reps. Excuse me. I need more than five receptions from Lenny. I need to Ooh, see what yeah. Lenny, insert nickname here, Lenny, are we getting for this season? You know, and on top of really wanting to see, you know, Lenny have more than five receptions. It's also the fact that this is a team that plans on establishing more of a run game and less of a predictable run game. So I kind of want to get a glimmer of what does that look like? How can the run game be successful without Ryan Jensen in there, without probably Tristan Werps this Saturday? Because we have to kind of put our minds at ease that if he's not going to be available for week one, maybe week two, you know, somebody that, that, that line has to be able to hold up. They have to be able to protect Tom Brady, but they also have to be able to create those gaps for Lombardi Lenny and Rashad white. Who's really going off and getting a lot of praise lately. People are expecting him to really take off this season. He has a maturity to him. He has such an understanding of the playbook and he's coming for that number one spot. And he said it openly and proudly as if Leonard Fournette's not signed for three years. So starters, I want to see Lenny. I want to see Lenny in rotation with Rashad White, and I want to see how this run game is going to pan out with all of the jump arounds in the offensive line. And I'd be remiss not to say that it was announced that rookie Luke Decky is going to be starting at left guard, I believe, this weekend. So for Gadecki to be starting as a rookie, that's a huge opportunity, and this is going to be the biggest test for him because if he can help – that line in any way, shape, form possible, that's going to be his spot for the season. That will be. Yeah. And, and so it is a really big test for a lot of these guys, even for some of the starters, like you said, Casey, because there is still competition. Lenny mm -hmm. and Rashad, there, there's competition there and they're open about it. And so it's going to be very interesting to see how this offense takes shape without some of those solid pieces that we're used to seeing from the O-line, how everything kind of takes shape. Uh, I, I'm really excited to see the wide receivers. Like you said, I, I'm really, really excited to see those connections. So many um, options Evans there. Out there. So many options. Um, Mike Evans, like you said, fan favorite for a reason. I mean, yeah. he, he goes out there and he's got the swag. He, he's such consistent. a swagger. Um, super just like great guy, very like personable. Is it weird he, to say grace for a football player too? Because he just yeah. is so graceful in a weird way. Yeah. He's smooth. He's smooth. Yeah. You know, he's got that like, yeah, you just, you, and he loves the fans back. So it's just, it, you are so happy to see him back healthy and ready to, ready to rock and roll right before the mm -hmm. season. So really excited to just in general, see how this offense is shaping up. Kaylee, but we're crazy. How did we not? How did neither of us say Julio Jones? I know Julio Jones. I was well. I was. I was getting there. But you're yes. probably getting there. Julio I just. Jones. It just popped in my head, and I'm like, like wait a minute. Yeah, I'm Julio. so excited to see Julio Jones and Tom Brady in live game action Thanks connect. Speed. Oh my goodness. It's going to be so much fun. But Casey, I, I, while I am so excited to see the offense, I think, I don't know. I might be more excited to see. I might be, I don't know, because I'm excited to see how everything plays out and the explosiveness. I think that Julio Jones is one of those guys. You're going to find some explosive plays and I hope that we get at least one this weekend, but Monster Casey, play. The defense is what really helped this team win the Super Bowl. You're 100% right. And so we need to know 
that this defense is going to be capable of being solid, of stopping. And we've already seen good glimpses. The defense has been strong. Like, I think that they're showing last week, again, aside from the interception that turned into some points, they only allowed six points. They only allowed two field goals. So I think that that puts the defense at, like, a pretty good spot in my mind. But I'm also excited talking about the starters so you're making yeah. a great point here okay but so I'm can we choose one see... offense one defense player because now i'm Ooh. I'm Ooh. okay one i mean offensive for... starter one defensive starter that you're looking forward to i gotta go julio jones for offense okay fair fair, fair fair i'm gonna you, lenny are you gonna go lenny? i'm gonna keep you with lenny i'll stick okay. with lenny since you chose julio okay and then now defense that's gonna be interesting i this is hard so this is this this is where it gets a little bit yeah a little bit more and, and fans fans out there Jolly Rogers fans let us look, what do you think who are yes. you most interested to see because I'd be interested to hear from you guys um yeah very but, much so yeah you know what I don't know do I go okay are you gonna are you ready I kind of like it's so it's such a tie for me but it's I'm gonna figure a, yeah. it out here. Same, same. I, I'm you interested to see. I'll, I'll give you my, like, runner-up. I'm interested to see what the guys can do, um, you know, what the DBs, what the safeties can do, right? Like, I'm interested to see what they can do out there. Are they – are we going to see the Grave Diggers back? Ooh. Are we going – like, is there going to – is that going to happen? There are a revival gonna, there. Is there going to be the revival? Are they coming out of the grave to revive themselves? Are they digging up, you know what I mean? Like, are they yeah. digging up their own grave? Are, are they coming back? Saturday or not? That's a great question. So I'm interested, but I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more interested to see. And kind. we've seen good things from him so far. Ooh. Am I? I don't know because he's consistent. Is this too of a lame, lame of a pick to say, Shaquille? Like, am I? Is that no, too lame? Actually, I think that's a great pick because I'm he's really itching to be back on that field. Oh my gosh! And he with, just with creates this excitement around somebody that oh brings goodness. so much yes. energy to not only the linebacker room but the freaking whole defense. Actually, yeah. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see him. I think so that he, he has this back. young energy. He's, like, ready to go. He's the silent but deadly type. Like, he doesn't say a whole lot. He speaks very well when he does. And and it's just you're very intrigued. And then you just see this whole other beast come out of him on the field. It's wild. And hearing the way that the players talk about him mm-hmm. makes me want to see more of him. And Absolutely. I think that's the that's the root of the reason why I want to see more is because I think you that's hear a good the way the other players talk about him and you're like, ooh, tell me more. I'm intrigued. Like I need to see a lot I'm, more of I'm this. gonna get my popcorn. Let's let's go. I think that's a great one. Okay. So I have my little tie because you mentioned okay. the grave diggers, but we have somebody who's gonna be new to the grave diggers if they revive themselves, which is Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan is, is is pulled into that safety spot. He's a very versatile player. He's somebody who's moving, you know, either playing in the slot, playing outside. Um, they, they punch him around in a lot of different areas, and he said that he's open to it, and he loves it, and he enjoys it, and he's excited to see how that's going to narrow down in game in game time. As for somebody else who's very versatile and bouncing around is Antoine Winfield Jr. You have him at nickel. You have him in slot. You have him all over this place, and it's, 
doesn't matter what his size is. He plays big. He plays hard. He hits hard. He is, he's a gamer. He's literally the definition of a gamer. This guy just dials it up when he's out there and plays twice his size. And it's so exciting to watch. So those are my two. If I had to step outside of the secondary, Levante David and Devin White, they're both ready mm. to play. They're ready yep. to show everyone that that duo, that bromance, the Bash brothers are back, baby. And I yeah. want to see if it's all talk. Okay. That's what I'm excited about. And yeah. this is a, this is going to be a pretty quality team to, to show us. Is it there? Is this, is this the foundation for the rest of the season? Because the Colts have some things that they're going to bring to the table challenge-wise that I think is going to give a good look to not only the younger guys, but, you know, the conditioning and, and the headspace of the starters. But aside from the starters, it's these guys where it's last chance you. Uh-huh. Some players, this is going to be their last. It could last be their last chance. hurrah. Yeah. yeah, their last their last they could sell be of setting their sale for the last time this yeah. weekend, Casey. This is this is it for them. They're not going to the, the treasure box. The they're either walking crew. the plank. <laughs> they're either walking the plank or they're joining the crew. Which is it? Those are two sharp options. They're gonna sink with the treasure. Which player do you think has the most weight on their shoulders to potentially walk the plank or join the crew? Scotty Miller. Oh man, don't say Scotty. It's gotta be though. It's such a loaded wide receiver's room. And, and unfortunately, the younger guys are making such a case. They really are, Casey. And so mm-hmm. I think there's so much pressure on Scotty because you look at his resume, you look at what he's done, and sometimes it's been unbelievable. Yeah. And then other times it's been a little bit of a letdown of a season for him. And so I think he's, he's a guy that you love. Mm-hmm. He is the fans love him. We love him. He's a great guy. You root for him. I'm yeah. not saying that I want him to be on the chopping block, but what I am saying is that he's there. Like he yeah. could be, there are question marks. Is Scotty Miller going to continue to be in the Bucks uniform? next week yeah I, I don't know what can he show us and there's almost no room for errors Casey and there's that none. is what is so pressure filled about this situation when you have Mike Evans when you have Julio Jones when you have these people out there you have to show up and you have to be as good or better yeah and I don't know if Scotty Miller is better I think he can have moments where he is really bright and he he obviously has a a history with Brady and there's they've been through some things Mm -hmm. um so you like that you like that connection that they have again I I want him to make this team but I also think that there's really there's really only two spots if if it depending on how many receivers the bucks are choosing to carry there's really that's if they only... go to seven yeah yeah exactly there's yeah exactly if they go to seven there are two spots other otherwise there's one and guess how many you have three rookies fighting for that position scotty miller and brashad right and unfortunately slash fortunately for these guys 
with the release of the injury release of Cyril Grayson earlier today, they may have alleviated pressure a little bit, but not yeah. too much. And I would say it only helps Scotty slightly because Cyril Grayson's the one other, you know, speedster in the group, really. Uh, well, actually, Prashad Perriman, pardon me, because as a for as a former UCF uh, lummy here, uh, Brashad Perriman is is super fast. Um, I, I believe he's actually faster than Scotty Miller, but he has put himself in a, in a tricky predicament. I can't say put himself, but he's in a, in a sticky predicament here because he's missed almost all of training camp with the injury that he had. People have already called him injury prone. Um, he was somebody else that, you know, he didn't really have the most stellar close to last season. He dropped a lot of crucial passes, but then he kind of made up for it in some other ways with some other big passes. So it's this real inconsistent flow here for both Scotty and Brashad Perriman. If you think about it, Scotty, unfortunately, as much as I adore him, has had a lot of inconsistency to his game. And people think he's a one trick pony who can only catch the deep ball. Hasn't caught a deep ball in any of these preseason games, had that big miss from Trask versus the Titans and didn't start camp on the strongest note. Finally got out of his head and showed up and showed off because he did very well and then kind of mehed out. And everybody knows I'll go to bat for Scotty, but it's definitely going to be a tough one. If Brashad Perriman is more on the chopping block than Scotty is where he might get saved. Um, but Casey, th this position, you might not see that many reps at, you might not even be, have that many reps at receiver. The person that they put as the, you know, in the receiver room, they might get most of their reps on special teams. And Scotty doesn't have as big of a resume on special teams and then it's one of those things where it's like do you put a guy like scotty on special teams and like is, is that going to be enough motivation and it's more of him? a chanting it at that point because he did gunner a couple times last season and then i think when i was researching him the other day the only other time he did special teams was like his sophomore year of college at bowling green yeah, so like there's a very while. low experience there and i'm glad you brought that up because that's where the competition really gets hot because Devin Tompkins is rotating in with Jalen Darden and Rashad White on special teams uh, for kickoff and punt return. And people are high on Devin Tompkins. He's shown There's a lot so of athleticism. He has a small frame like Scotty Miller. And I like the idea of them having a different looking, a different kind of receiver in that receiving room because we know that Tom Brady liked throwing to a Julian Edelman, a Danny Amendola, and a Wes Welker, by the way, who was 5'9", 180 pounds. So somebody's got to fit that prototype and give Tom that little shifty guy that he likes to have. And competitively, Tompkins might not be as fast as Scotty, but he might be more consistent. And that's where Scotty will lose out. And all the Scotty fans out there, I'm so sorry. But I agree with Kaylee. I think that he would be the closest on the chopping block. This is this is last chance you for him on Saturday. It really is. And then the other thing that you have to think about too, Casey, and, and Jolly Rogers fans, is that, you know, when you're when you're thinking about these positions and what they're going to look like it's not you you have to have that versatility like you mentioned Casey mm -hmm. and for Tompkins he's i'm wondering if there's just more upward mobility you know yeah. he he's he's a guy that's a little bit younger he's mm -hmm. a little bit fresher maybe you can train him up more you know maybe you can round out his game in a little bit of a better way that's why I think I think the wide receivers room is going to be really really difficult and I think Scotty Miller it's like 
show up or walk the plank, bro. Right. And the good news about that is maybe we're going to be in for a great show Saturday because this competition is going to be as hot as it gets. Kind of transitioning to the defensive side of the ball, though, it's that secondary that has to weed out a little bit. Nolan Turner, rookie out of Clemson, he's been really, really good. Um, He even had some reps with the ones where he – played very strong they speak so highly of him out there he's also somebody that comes from you know an NFL family so he has that maturity and and that football IQ to him very similar to what we've seen out of an Antoine Antoine Winfield Jr but you know there's only so many slots so Nolan Turner is gonna is gonna be on last chance you this Saturday then you also have Don Garner who's a rookie as well and I kind of went to bat for Don Garner the other day after him having the only interception of the game versus the Titans this is a defense that needs to not only get their hands on balls but reel those balls in and make interceptions as well as tackles so Garner's more of a tackler and he might be able to contribute to actually wrapping up and making these plays happen and help set a tone back there. Then you have Rashad Robinson, who's had a pretty good camp and played awesome in joint practices versus Miami Dolphins. Um, so defense in the secondary has some pretty tough, tough cuts to make. And and they're all pretty close in terms of who can really contribute to that team who might go down a practice squad or who might have to find another team to show up and show out for another room and group where this is going to be tough is you got Andre Anthony, you got, um, Olakunlani Fadukasi, you have, um, I'm missing another linebacker in there, but you've got a couple inside linebackers who are in heavy competition for that spot. And now after last week's game, nine tackles, one and a half sacks, Fatu Kasi made a statement for himself being on this team. He's got more of an appropriate linebacker build in comparison to Grant Stewart. So if he can play special teams, he may be coming for Grant Stewart's job. So a lot of exciting things. One note that I'll that I'll wrap up preseason game three with is, as I mentioned a, a, a couple moments ago, this is going to be a, a nice little healthy competition for the Bucks. First of all, if you guys have been watching football long enough, you know that there's just something about Matt Ryan that gets under Tom Brady's skin. Come on. It's yeah, always, no, it's true. It's, it's true. always exciting just to have those two names on a roster knowing that, like, there's a neck and neck thing there. There's just something about Matt Ryan. And there's always just something about Tom Brady. And then after that comes in Nick Foles, who's kind of been a, a tick under everybody's skin for every team that he's played on because he's the sneaky guy that can have his moments. But, you know, it is what it is. So whenever he comes in the game, that's going to be an interesting comparison. But, you know, with all the great wide receivers the Tampa Bay Bucks have, uh, the Colts actually ended up snatching one of the top rookie wide receivers in, in not only the draft, but um, I was in Mobile, Alabama for the senior bowl. And he was one of the most talked about guys out of Cincinnati. It's Alec Pierce. I didn't think that fantastic of him. It was Christian Watson that got me like super high on the wide receiver train, but Pierce has got a solid build. He's not the fastest guy, but he can body out defenders, which is going to be a great, Great little test for the secondary here. Can you get an interception off of Alec Pierce? Um, not even just Alec Pierce, but then you also have Michael Pittman Jr. coming off a thousand yard season, six touchdowns. So you've got some good receivers out there. They're going to put the secondary to a quality test, see if they can reach their goal. Five interceptions, wrap up on tackles. But then it's the linebackers and it's this D line, this exciting D line. Logan Casey, Hall and Vita Vea. Hype. <laughs> right? I just I got so psyched when I started going down the list on this because you got Vita Vea and Logan Hall and, and Akeem Hicks, who looks like a killer whale out there when he's shutting down the run game. Can that be his new nickname? 
killer whale absolutely yeah. <laughs> if you see the memes that i pulled together to describe akeem hicks please remind i can't we're gonna throw this up with a couple questions after the show because you guys have to see the visual that i have when akeem hicks comes off the ball like it's it's just insane but what better test than Jonathan Taylor at running back? This guy's a freak. Eight, over 1,800 yards, 18 touchdowns. That was just last season. That was in one season. This man runs hard. This, yeah. this D-line and these linebackers are going to get a great little test between Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. And it might just be for one quarter, but y'all, that's all you need. It's going to be fun football on Saturday. And of oh. course, Casey and I will have you covered with our post-game reaction yeah that will be going live on sunday morning so make sure that you subscribe to jolly rogers and touchdowns casey we got to get into walk the plank now we have a walk few minutes it. left fans if you have any ideas for walk the plank we love hearing what you have to say talk your yeah. trash tell us who <laughs> needs to walk the plank this is therapy guys casey, join in it, it truly is it mm -hmm. truly truly is if you've had a day, just tell somebody to walk the plank, and I promise it. you, it will get a little bit better. Yeah. So, Casey, with that being said, who is going to walk the plank for you? Who, what, today? or what situation? Oh, yeah. I love this. Okay. Favorite part. Favorite part. After all, I mean, we talk about so much fun stuff, but this is still the, the best part. Guys, I have to stand firmly and saying that all of the Tom Brady headlines, rumors, assumptions, hoo-ha, humdrum, whatever it may be, it's just, it's time for it to walk the plank. Like, just let the guy play football. And if he chooses one day, one morning that he's not playing football, just let him not play football. I mean, this guy's getting more press than the president of not only the United States, but the United Kingdom and every other place that has a president or a prime minister. I'm just, I'm tired. And if I'm tired, Brady's got to be tired. If we're going to talk about the guy, let's talk about Brady brand. Let's talk about TB12, pliability. I don't know anything else, but no more crazy rumors. I don't care if he was in the Bahamas with Giselle. I don't care if he was on Mass Singer and testing out his vocals. I don't care if he was on a boys trip golfing with Gronk and former teammates. Like this guy didn't even know if he wanted to play football a couple months ago. He took a 41 day reprieve and then decided he couldn't live without it. And now he's back. So I just want to live in the present for a minute. I don't want people going off the Richter scales with any more Tom Brady headlines. I'm just, I'm over the speculation of Tom Brady. Okay. I think that's fair. Walk the plank. Go. Get your speculation out of here. Okay. I'm going to shake it up for you, Casey. All right. I'm going to shake it up. And wow. Tonight, I'm really intrigued by this because I heard something earlier in the segment that I think that I heard properly. And now I'm really intrigued tonight, to hear Tonight, Kaylee. I'm not telling anybody to walk the plank. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hand out some doubloons. What? Which, yep. Is, is Spanish gold. For those of you who are wondering what a doubloon is, I'm handing out some doubloons and guess who is getting them? Is it somebody that wears Brady brand for 500, please? It is someone <laughs> who wears Brady brand. Are you kidding me? With all of these pictures of this Brady underwear, what is happening? The hack may have been the best one. Oh my goodness. So you you just get a bunch of former athletes that you won Super Bowls with. You send them your free underwear 
and they're out here posing like models, hanging influencers. out. Influencers. In- Everybody's an influencer. Everyone is an influencer. They're hanging out. Uh, first of all, uh, Tom doubloons can i get some underwear i mean right. that's, you get doubloons tom just you know i'll give you my address just send them over but, to me and it's something different i think he's a collecting man so maybe you can entice him with the doubloons with the doubloons exactly so the brady brand i mean i did anyone see this coming the amount of swag that this man has and that his friends have i just like i'm in awe the evolution of Tom Brady into what he is today, how fun and lively, like you see him on these commercials. Would Brady brand exist if he was still in new England, new England, Tom Brady would have never Never. done that. (laughs) Never get out of here with that new England. So maybe, maybe that's who needs to walk. Oh my gosh. New England, Tom Brady, walk the plank. plank. I am here for Tampa, Tom Brady, you get the doubloons, sending all your underwear to your friends so good, who like Kaylee. posts all their pictures and their model girlfriends and wives. Does it get any pictures. hotter than Gronk oh, and Camille? Goodness gracious. It's like, come on, save some for the rest of us. Like, <laughs> come on. How do you, how, how do you just drop that on a timeline and go about your day? Yeah. What is happening here? So doubloons all around, just like, I'm just. And New England Tom, everyone, and then New England Tom, get out of here! Because I am here for Tampa Tom. That might be the best walk the plank ever, honestly. Like the best one yet, truly. I I I didn't even think of it, but that one's so brilliant. Tom Brady in New England needs to walk the plank because we we had no idea who that guy was. He was a robot at the podium. He was just playing a role there. I mean, a great role. Seven, you know, six Super Bowls worth. But wow. The livelihood, the Brady brand, TB12, all the goods, all the all the gold that comes with the captain of the Tampa Bay Bucks ship, it doesn't yep. get any better. Where where's the debris? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, football fans, Bucks fans, Jolly Rogers and touchdowns fans, please. We love seeing who you guys think needs to walk the plank uh, at weekend and week out. It's been a fun conversation for us to have with you all. As we said, it's just therapy. It's just fun. If you guys agree, disagree, whatever the case may be, plead your case. Who's walking the plank for you? More importantly, what starters are you excited to see? We are one step closer to the regular season opening up in Dallas versus Dallas, and it's just getting started, and there's already been so much good and so much worthwhile stuff to talk about. So let us know who needs to walk the plank. Other than that, be sure to stream this on all of your favorite platforms and – Join us for the next episode of Jolly Rogers and touchdowns after the Bucks hopefully beat the Colts. You and guys, of course, have a great, great. You weekend. guys, yeah, yeah. And follow <laughs> us. Keep following us, Kaylee oh, Mantel yeah. at the Sports Case. So we'll have news, info, updates. Uh, maybe we'll be reposting some uh, Brady Brand pictures for for your eyes to, to enjoy make a content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But yeah, give us a follow and um, thank you for joining us on Jolly Rogers and Touchdown.